We have my life analysts and mom wife goals now on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Christy Winter Scott, the amazing basketball analyst to Around the Rim. Welcome, Christy. Hey, LaChina, thank you so much for having me. Well, you know that I want to be you, like in every aspect of my life, from how you break down the game to how you dress to um, your fabulous kids and your career at South Lakes and Maryland and all that stuff. So I, I've always wanted to be you. We're both DMV girls. So, um, oh, this is, that's right, DMV. Th- that's right. This is always a fangirl moment for me. But, um, Christy, you have spent – time in the Big Ten, a lot of time, and we've enjoyed, I mean, wow, you you smothered and covered that league so well for all of us this year. But, um, you know, we know about Megan Gustafson in Iowa. They're going to be in Greensboro as the number two seed. I know you are moving on to Iowa City in the first and second round where Drake yeah. is all, also there. Um, so you have some good matchups. Looks like Missouri, Mercer. Um, but I want to focus a little bit on some under-the-radar Big Ten teams or some teams I'd like to see if you want to make a case for, okay, if they could advance okay. out of the first and second round. Let's start with Indiana. That will be in Eugene. I'll actually be in Eugene. But they're taking on Texas in the first round and then mm-hmm. um, either Oregon or Portland State. Tell me about why Terry Moore's team may be able to pull some upsets in advance of the Sweet 16. Well, number one, I think that Terry Morin and her squad, I think they are carrying with them the confidence of winning the WNIT tournament last year in Indianapolis. And I think when you have a team that has um, a winning culture and winning expectations and a player like Allie Patberg, I don't know if you have really touched the surface on what she brings to the table Latina, when she missed those three games with her shoulder separation, you could definitely see the energy level was different, although she was there on the sidelines and being energetic as the leader. But when she is on the floor for Indiana, she is a force. And it's not just her scoring ability, but she distributes the ball well. She is a passionate player, plays with a lot of fire and competitiveness. And when she is out there, they're just a different team when it comes to just bearing down and and competing every single possession and playing the 50-50 basketballs really hard. And I just think the defense that Terry Morin has played this season, I think, has really been impressive to watch. And their non-conference portion of the season as well, um, coming into Big Ten um, season competition, I think was really strong for them. They were undefeated. Um, At one point, um, they had carried in – 14 consecutive wins going back to the WNIT championship and a couple games prior to that. So, I mean, this is a team that knows how to win, um, especially in crunch time. And they had a lot of close games this year. They were bumped by Iowa in a nine-point game in the tournament. So, I mean, this is a team I feel that could be a surprise for some people, like you said. And, you know, yes, we're talking Iowa and Maryland and uh, Rutgers coming out of the Big Ten this year. But, you know, you don't hear about Indiana as much, but they have had a fantastic season. Terry Morin is going to have those kids prepared and ready to go. And I think it's going to be fun to watch Allie Patberg. I think, you know, March is where you discover all the players to continue to follow throughout their careers. And I think you have to put Allie Patberg right at the top of the list on that. 
Yeah, a couple transfers for Terry Morin that have made a mm-hmm. huge impact in Pat Berg and also Brenna Wise. And and Indiana was one of those last teams in, right? They were in the debatable eight. And so then you get this energy once you say, okay, now we're in, and you have mm-hmm. nothing to lose, right? Um, right? So those teams are always the most interesting to watch. You mentioned you mentioned Rutgers, and obviously, you know, sad news coming out that, that Coach Vivian Stringer will not be joining her team for the NCAA tournament as she continues mm-hmm. to rest, so our prayers to her. But um, Rutgers doesn't look like they're really messing around despite not having their head coach and possibly being inspired. I love Stacia Carey. Uh, w- does Rutgers really have what it takes without C. Viv on the sideline to, to pull some upsets? Well, I think what they have, they have the C. Vivian Stringer spirit within them. Um, she has taught them well, and not just the players, but the coaches. And the coaches have held their team accountable to the expectations of, of C. Vivian Stringer and what she expects from them. So with that being said, Tim Eatman implemented their 55 defense about two weeks prior to the Big Ten tournament. Um, initially, they had said that um, Vivian Stringer would return for the NCAA tournament. But like you said, um, the news just came out last week that she would not be returning. But I think they implemented that 55 to assure that they would get into the NCAA tournament um, and it's time for her to come back. But I think with that 55 defense, if you haven't seen it, you guys, I mean, it is swarming. I know in their last five games they had, I think, 106 steals because of that 55. And, I mean, when you're steals, not just deflections, we're talking about steals and going the other way. So this is a Rutgers team. uh, When you're in March madness, your defense has to come through for you. And for Rutgers, whenever you say the word Rutgers, that's just – it personifies defense. I mean, you think Rutgers, you think defense, you think that 55. They hadn't done it. They were intermittent with it at the beginning of the year, kind of went away from it midseason and then got it back um, right in time for the strong momentum push to secure a three seed in the Big Ten tournament. So when you have Rutgers now at a seven seed, and they're going to take on Buffalo, which is going to be a great matchup yes. for them. And they've had a, a fantastic season. And uh, Felicia, like at Jack, she has done a magnificent job with an emotional um, pride moment after winning that MAC championship. But I just think when you have a team like Rutgers who will present some strong defensive energy and pride, you can never count that out. I don't care how you're shooting the ball. I know against Maryland uh, during the regular, I mean, during the uh, Big Ten portion of the season, they upset Maryland at Maryland by hitting nine threes. Your shot's not always going to fall. But what you can bring all the time is that lockdown defense, that trapping, swarming, run-jump situation, full court that you have to contend with, and you have to break it every single time or you're going to be in big trouble. So you have to be on your P's and Q's when you're playing against Rutgers, especially in that full court press situation. It can be exhausting, absolutely exhausting. But you're right. Buffalo will be fun watching Dillard. And then if Rutgers gets out of that, they'll have UConn, uh, probably, who will take on Towson. And I know, um, you know, we haven't gotten to see a ton of Towson this year, but mm-hmm. what a what a great story as they get to their first NCAA tournament. And I know you know some about the background of um, head coach Diane Richardson. Can you tell us a little bit about her? Uh, first of all, I just love her. I just love her. 
she was the head coach at Riverdale Baptist, the high school out in Largo, Maryland, and did a fantastic job with them. They were ranked uh, tops in the country several several years over. But um, she's had um, since with the University of Maryland, uh, GW, West Virginia. And now at Towson, she's taken the helm and in just two years um, gotten them to the NCAA tournament for the first time in program history. So I just think when you have leadership like that, um, and it's the belief that she has in the players, but it's the belief that she creates within those players that has really been special to see. And um, I'm just really happy for her. And I know that um, the sky's the limit for the potential of that program moving forward just because of what she's planted in them in terms of the belief and the competitive trust that she's created with the culture there in Towson. Yes, congratulations to Towson. If you haven't seen Diane Richardson's dancing skills, you can check out my Twitter because she can definitely <laughs> get down. Um, last question before Tarika kicks me off here, uh, Christy. I think mm-hmm. the most intriguing team for me, now, you, again, you've got the Marylands, you've got the Iowas, but I'm also wor- wondering about Michigan. I just feel like personnel-wise they have so many great pieces, came yes. up just short in the Big Ten tournament. And is it just me, or does Kim Barnes-Rico team have a, have a chance and have what it takes to make a run? Well, I, I definitely uh, co-sign that, LaChina, just because Kim Barnes-Rico has said this has been her most deep team that she's had in the seven years that she's been on the sidelines at Michigan. No Caitlin Flaherty, the all-time scorer and uh, leader for them, not just for women's basketball, but for men's basketball as well. So it was a different style of play that they utilized this past season. And when you have a player like Nicole Munger, who is a gritty, uh, hard-nosed, hard-hat kind of player who's going to take charges for you, but can also knock down the three and stretch the floor around players like Hallie Thome and this dynamic freshman who I am absolutely in love with, um, Nas Hillman, who was Big Ten freshman of the year, uh, as voted by the media. And um, when you have this kind of um, balance, when you have the the older players um, utilizing the the exuberance of these young players. And Nas Hillman has said over and over again, hey, I'm just, I'm learning. And I'm in it to win it. Um, I'm listening to all of the coaches. They trust me. Um, they put me in the starting lineup. So if they're trusting me, I have to trust myself. So this is a kid who just gets it. And she gets out there and she just goes hard. And she is a, a motor inside on the glass. Like she saves possessions for them. So I just think um, with Michigan, when you have um, the leadership, like I said, um, and at an eight seed, they're going to take on Kansas State out of the Big 12. And I, I just think they have a, a great chance because of their balance and their depth. So, obviously, Thome has to stay out of foul trouble. She's a key piece for them on both sides. Um, but the same goes for Munger. You know, she was in and out of the lineup a little bit this year with some injuries. So, it makes a difference with her on the floor. But Kim barnes Rico, I know she's excited to be in the tournament this year um, after winning the WNIT two seasons ago. So she knows what it takes to win, and she really has these kids believing in what she wants. Well, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I love Haley Brown as well. And let me tell you, if Michigan makes it past Kansas State and Louisville past Robert Morris, what a game that would be, an old Big East matchup from Kim Barnes-Rico's St. John's days and Jeff Wall's Louisville days. Uh, that would be a dogfight. So yeah. uh, we'll definitely be watching. And we'll be watching you, Christy. We know you will be in Iowa. Um, so we'll yes. be watching you on the tube. But where else can we catch you on social media? Where can fans follow you? 
Um, at Christy W. Scott 51 on Instagram and Twitter. And I will be heavily utilizing my social media <laughs> during uh, the Iowa City bracket. So um, actually one of our kids um, from South Lakes where I coach, she's a freshman at Mercer, Tia Benvenuti. So it's like this crazy connection of going there to see her play as well so it's going to be a lot of fun for me personally but i love the game so it's going to be awesome getting to see one of your former players from south lakes in the ncaa tournament wow how awesome would that be yeah i forgot to add that to your resume coach as well congratulations (laughs) on your run and the virginia state tournament as well thank you so much christy we appreciate your time and uh continue just being amazing be life goals oh, for me and Tarika. You. We need we need role models. <laughs> oh no, that's you. I appreciate everything you guys are doing for the game and and just keep pushing, keep pushing and letting people know what a great game women's basketball is. We love you guys. We love you too. Thanks, Christy. Be safe. Right, take care.